Hey, Tom. Hey, Sal. Well, welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Party on Johncast. This is a special uh, series of episodes for Holy Week, uh, for the for Holy Monday. So, this is Reverend Sal Sarmarco, uh, an ordained teaching elder in the Presbytery of Newton in the Presbyterian Church USA, uh, serving in a validated ministry of chaplaincy uh, in Newton, New Jersey. And this is uh, Reverend Todd Laddick, an ordained elder in the United Methodist Church of Greater New Jersey, uh, serving a congregation in Newton, New Jersey, on higher ground from Sal. It's the only higher ground I give him. Amen. Except Amen. for divine providence. <laughs> Amen. So we are walking this Holy Week through the book of Mark. Uh, so you will hear the Mark's, Mark's version of Passion Week. Um, so this Holy Monday, let us listen to Mark uh, chapter 11, verse 19 through 12 through 19. Listen now for the word. The next morning, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. He noticed a fig tree in full leaf a little way off, so he went over to see if he could find any figs. But there were only leaves because it was too early in the season for fruit. Then Jesus said to the tree, May no one ever eat your fruit again. And the disciples heard him say it. When they arrived back in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people buying and selling animals to sacrifice. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves, and he stopped everyone from using the temple as a marketplace. He said to them, The scriptures declare my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. When the leading priests and teachers of religious law heard what Jesus had done, they began planning how to kill him. But they were afraid of him because the people were so amazed at his teaching. That evening, Jesus and the disciples left the city. Mm. Uh, Amen. Amen. So just to recap, this is following Palm Sunday. Uh, For those of you who go to church, you, I'm sure, uh, celebrated Palm Sunday yesterday. Um, and uh, in the Gospel of Mark, we really should more appropriately call it Weed Sunday or... Or Grass Sunday. Grass Sunday, which, which depending on where you live... Uh, <laughs> depending what state you live in. Could, could have totally different meanings. But, uh, but uh, ultimately, they went to the fields and grabbed whatever brush they could to to kind of roll out a green carpet so to speak for for Jesus uh, as he was coming into Jerusalem and um so that's that's Palm Sunday and he comes in he goes to the temple does his his thing nothing really much more than the pomp and circumstance of the procession into Jerusalem his, happens his triumphant entry uh, in a very humble way on a donkey rather than a, a horse to yeah, show it, the humility and being escorted in by this crowd of pilgrims that are coming in for Passover, which seems like a great thing right now. It's not going to seem so great in a few days. days. (laughs) Um, So here we are on Holy Monday. And the first thing we see Jesus do is he curses the fig tree. 
So what what's up with that, Sal? You know, for if you're just simply reading the scripture and this this fig tree kind of seems out of place, um, unless you really think about it. Um, but uh, like my pastor uh, said recently during Lent, these parables are used are meant to be um, to show us us and God. So who's the fig tree? Who's the fig tree? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, wait, I think that's us. Well, um, for Jesus, in, in the parable for Jesus, the fig tree is his disciples. Um, they haven't borne fruit yet. Um, it's not their season yet. Right. Um, and Jesus obviously is representing God in the parable. Um, so he, he curses it because they haven't borne fruit. That's not their season yet. Right. And I would uh, add to that, um, it also reflects the 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 religious leaders. You know, so it's the disciples for sure, but also the religious leaders who, who think that they know everything about God, right? Like they think they know, they've got the law, they know what, what is going to keep God happy, what's going to get God ticked off, what's going to send wrath against them. And so they think they know God. And, and when this upstart Jesus comes into Jerusalem, now this, granted, this happens before Jesus enters Jerusalem, but he knows this is going to happen. These leaders are going to reject what he is doing. They're gonna they're going to not be producing the fruit that they ought to be producing because they know better. And so when Jesus says, um, you know, um, may no one ever eat your fruit again, this is prophetic against against the people who should know better but still miss the point. Uh, still are not bearing fruit in the moment when they ought to. And it also hearkens to when Jesus says, don't be caught asleep. The master could return at any moment. Do not be caught unaware. For the moment you're caught unaware, you'll be thrown out into the outer darkness where there is much weeping and gnashing of teeth. I mean, Jesus is basically saying, look, I've arrived I'm here. Everything scripture has pointed to from beginning to end has been pointing to me. I'm here. I've arrived on the scene and you don't even know who I am. You haven't borne fruit. May no one eat your fruit again. And if you know, if you know the book of Mark, uh, <clears throat> the only people who know who Jesus is are us, the readers, um, the demons, and uh, here and there, a, a Roman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally like a here yes. or there. Um, yeah, no. And and so, so this is, uh, I mean, this is... This is the beginning. And so so from that tree, they enter into Jerusalem and go into the temple and... Uh, where, where Jesus has his disciples, 
right? Um, it doesn't say this in this particular passage, but in Matthew and in Luke, um, he has his disciples block off the entranceways in and out of the temple and uh, so that no one can enter in, no one can leave. He then disrupts the temple money changers by overthrowing their tables, uh, not just uh, uh, the currency of the Jews, but the currency of the Romans as well, because Gentile money was not allowed into the temple, so they had to change it over to Jewish uh, money. So he overthrows all of that. He takes the the, the animals in the marketplace. He, he rips open the pens, and the doves go flying everywhere. The sheep are running, you know, like <laughs> through the temple. Uh, uh, you know, like utter chaos. This is a, a militant act he is doing in the temple. This is a very, well, not politically motivated. This is a very political Yes. Move. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus wasn't like running for, you know, the next Caesar. Uh, he wasn't trying to make a political statement, but what he was doing was absolutely political and it could be interpreted in no other way. Um, the, the religious leaders would have seen this as utterly dangerous. The Romans perched on the Antonia fortress, uh, which stood above the temple, would have been looking down at this rabble rouser causing a major scene that could wind up being a riot, interfering, a rebellion. Interfering with their tax collection and their money Ab- collection. Absolutely not. On day one, Jesus packs such a, a an amazingly powerful punch that really seals his fate. He is not going to leave Jerusalem and he knows alive it. and he knows it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I like to think that he knows that that's why he stopped to get a fig from the fig tree. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and then the next, the next uh, important part following Jesus declaring that my temple shall be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. What's the next thing it says, uh, verse 18 and onward to sell? When the leading priests and teachers of the religious law heard what Jesus had done, they began planning on how to kill him. Mm. But they were afraid of him because the people were so amazed by his teaching. The game is on. The game is afoot. The game is afoot. And uh, it says that Jesus, that evening, Jesus and his disciples left this city. Um, actually, I, I love the, the History Channel um, documentary that is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in that scene, they show Jesus running for his life. life. <laughs> and you had better believe that is exactly how it went down. Mm. Um, and so he, he escapes Jerusalem that day. Um, and I guess that's where we will wrap up this Holy Monday. Um, I would like to close this out with prayer, but before I do Sal, I would like to offer some reflective questions for us. Of course. Um, where are we on this day, this Holy Monday? When it comes to the fig tree. What kind of tree are we? As uh, Reverend Sal said, um, this isn't just about people 2,000 years ago. This is about us. What kind of tree are we? What kind of fruit do we bear? Are we bearing any fruit? Are we the kind of tree that will feed Jesus as he passes by? 
Or are we the kind of tree that will be barren in the moment where Jesus needs it most? The kind of tree from which Jesus might say, may no one ever eat your fruit again. What kind of temple are we? Are we a temple that worships God, that points others to God, that connects others in a relationship with God? Or are we a den of thieves? What kind of followers of God are we? Are we the kind of followers that think that God should bow to our understanding of things? The kind that plot to kill the truth when it shows up in in inconvenient ways? Or are we the kind of leaders that will bow before God and admit we're wrong? Friends, Holy Week is just beginning. It is a time for us to reflect on the sins that imprison us. So let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we just thank you and praise you for this opportunity to be here today on this Holy Monday, to be reflecting on who we are and on all of the ways in which we are falling short of who you've created us to be. Guide us through this week that we may see full and well with such clarity how we fall short and the hope that lies in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, so go ahead, Sal. I pray you have a holy and blessed Holy Monday. And we will see you again for Holy Tuesday. And be excellent to each other. Amen. God bless. Amen.